10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello, everyone, and welcome to 18 Wheels Talk Show Podcast. I'm Coach V, your host for tonight's edition of 18 Wheels Talk Show. Our podcast is all about trucking in the logistics industry. We also like to highlight sports, talk about life skills, wellness tips, words of inspiration. And we also like to bring on small businesses, community organizations, just to share a little bit about who they are, what they're doing in the community. And we would like to invite individuals to come out and share their story as it relates to our topic of discussion. So if you may be interested for yourself or your business to come on our show, make sure you give us a call. You can reach out at 813-708-9181 and we will get to you. Well, tonight we have a special edition. It is our ladies edition. So it is all about the ladies tonight. And we're going to show you what it takes to basically boss up in this world, in this industry that are so male dominated. We're going to talk about some of the challenges that we've had to face, how maybe we found our voice, some of the stereotypes that we've had to deal with, and whatever else may come up while we are having that discussion. So without further ado, I would like to introduce the ladies that are co-hosting today's event we have diamond in the rough yeah hey y'all <laughs> great push your name hey y'all and lyric hey beauties So how is everyone doing today? How was your week? How was your weekend? I'm in Fort Lauderdale, so we were flooded most of the week last week. And when I'm telling you, like, it was absolutely crazy. Like, I don't even live by the water. And um, it started raining Wednesday by Wednesday, by late Wednesday night, early 30, the Thursday morning, we were under like 20, 25 inches of rain. Oh my goodness. So like the streets were all blocked off. I almost got stuck at the, ripped the bottom of my car off, like the plastic piece. But luckily, you know, my car's not flooded out, but a lot of people weren't so lucky. I'm, I'm luckily I'm up on like a slight incline. Uh huh. So, you know, I wasn't affected so much actual flood damage, but a lot of people I know, you know, it, it didn't make out so well. So even though it wasn't even like a predicted big, like a super big storm, it was just like regular rain, but it rained so hard and it wouldn't move from the area is what caused all that flood damage. Now I saw some of the, um, I guess the airport had to be closed for, I don't yep. know if it was a day or two, but yep. there was a lot of flooding there. Yep. See. everywhere just on the side streets on your regular thoroughfares and everything it just was it was horrible so it took us about a couple of days to recover so you know now we're dry and everything but it just keep raining but it's all you know i'm over it but you know now it's not rain it stopped raining now though right it stopped raining but it did rain today it rained real hard today for the for a little bit but it's not as bad as it was the other day so we're completely dried out for the most part be safe then yeah be safe. I wanted to come to Florida, but 
It's too much rain and too many storms for me. But I had a good weekend. I relaxed this weekend. I didn't do too much. You know, I'm normally working seven days a week. But this weekend, I did take a weekend to just relax. I've been reading this book about spiritual warfare. So I kind of read that and just relaxed and chilled this weekend. Okay. Well, good. Relaxing is, is definitely something we need to practice more. You guys know I was in Hawaii. But I tell you, the biggest thing for me is I'm jet lagged right now. Like, it, it's terrible. Hey, Nate, so that book on um, spiritual warfare, who was that written by? I'm about to tell you. It's by um, Quinn Scherer. Scherer. It's Q-U-I-N, and her last name is S-H-E-R-R-E-R. -R -E -R. And another lady co-made it with her. Her name is Ruth Ann Garlock. I like okay. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I think that's some really it. really good. Yeah, it's some good books out here on that. You know what I'm saying? In the and what we going through right now, you, you got to read up. Absolutely, you, I agree. You better prepare and read up right now because it's that's that's what we going through right now. People can say what they want to say, but uh uh, I agree. Because it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. And if you can't say that you was driving somebody, it can't be driving everybody. You know what I'm saying? If it's if yeah. it's an isolated situation, no, nah, it's driving everybody. Yes. I agree. So, I agree. So that's, that's a, um. I think Janae, you probably want to drop that in the in the comments if you can, because yes, I definitely yes, would like yes. to check it out. I definitely yeah. will. Yes. Miss Lyric, how was your weekend? How was your weekend? Ah, <laughs> I had a very, 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 very busy, busy. Um, week i didn't even realize that it was this time of day <laughs> and i just looked up and i was like oh my gosh it's about that time to, to go live but that's just what happens when you have so much going on you know as far as like business that's just my life right now i'm just driven mm -hmm. um my life right now is driven by business you know just trying to accomplish the things that i set forth out to do you know the things that i failed before covid you know, mm -hmm. to do at, I am now rising. But it had to take me being steady um, and listening from God to be able to be where I'm at right now today. So despite the busyness, he's still right there trying to guide me, you know, to make sure that I'm doing the right things too and not get so consumed by what it is that I'm doing. Definitely, definitely easy for us to get consumed by what's going on. And I know I see Freight Pusher, you said you like to read. So we're, you tap into the spiritual setting. Sounds both of you all are doing that from what it sounds like with the book reading. When you get yes. super busy, what else do you do? Um, I just pray and or, you know, breathe. I'll just take like a breather, you know, uh, so that I won't be so consumed with what it is that I'm doing. And I don't put a lot on me all at one time at the same time like I used to. That's the key. And you know what, um, Victoria, what I found is this app that I use called Pray. So mm -hmm. I've been listening. So it has like a whole bunch of different features. So it has like a nighttime meditation, daytime. It got different people reading the Bible. It has different people giving live like radio segments during the day. But it has also has this one, one um, spectrum where it's breaking down. They got a kid's version also, but an adult version like these stories of the Bible. So sometimes when you read and you just can't, quite grasp what's going on especially like in the old testament uh -huh. it's putting it together for you <laughs> line by line and you like yeah. oh you i was like oh i said that happened i said what so like 
for the past for the past month and a half, I've been listening to that. So like when I'm at work, instead of listening to music, you know, or my little my true crime podcast, because that's what I really listen to. <laughs> I've been listening. I've been listening to that, and it's it's helped me just my just help me to calm down when I'm trying to take on all my day to day tasks. And you know what I'm saying? I don't have that much anxiety no more because I'm not. I'm, I'm feeding my spirit what it needs to, and it has to fight. Because when I'm listening to all that garbage or whatever it is and gossip mm-hmm. and all that stuff, really, you know, during the day, it's consuming me. And like Lyric said, you, you can't let that stuff consume you. Plus, with family, plus what you got going on with your job, plus what you got going on with your business. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to find that balance. But that, um, that I pray, y'all could check that out too. That's, um, and they got the regular Bible and people reading it. So, you know, I, I like it. It's been getting me through. Yeah, I like that app too. I've seen that app. I actually have that downloaded on my phone. But it's so funny that you said that because right before the podcast has started today, I was just talking about that. I was like, well, I want to start clearing up some of my playlists because I'm like, I got a lot of little, Hood rat stuff in my playlist, so I was like, I want to start changing okay. the things okay. that I put inside my head and put inside yeah. your spirit. So it's like That's I've right. been doing the same thing. So I've been listening to more and more spiritual music, but I'm gonna just be honest. Sometimes it'd be like, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna just, you know, and I'd be like, you well, need I gotta a, listen to something mm-hmm, else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then that's why I found that Pray app. So even if I'm done listening to my music, I can listen to that. So it's, it can keep me intrigued and I'm just not like, all right, well, I'm over this. No, well, I don't want to listen to that music. Okay, that's fine. But let me listen to the word. Let me listen to something else. You know what I'm saying? To try to get this more and more out of my spirit and get this more and more in my spirit. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a balance, sister. It's a balance. Mm-hmm. As long as you have a balance, it's the key. It's the balance. As long as you have the balance. When you've failed so many times, right? You get beaten so many times by your own actions. You'll eventually, you know, get to learn like what is what it is that worked for you, right? And so because it may work for you, may not work for someone else. You know what I mean? So a lot of times people say, oh, you should do this, you should do that. But guess what? I tried a lot of things that people told me to do, but it just because didn't you for me. got your own blueprint. And what I've there learned, go, and sister. what I've learned is that what God has for you won't miss you. It it may it may it may miss that you may miss that window of opportunity. I'm gonna make sure it come in a different form or a different time. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You can. I, I, I'm a living testimony to that. Like, I, I'll be like, well, I should have been this place. No, God said you right where you're supposed to be because it's my timing. So absolutely we have to we have to we have to learn i've learned this too like what you build up in your mind or what you think success look like for you and he has a different plan for you to what he look what is success for you you know what i'm saying so i've learned to you know what i'm saying and not take what i got so much planned out as 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 a, as a failed plan but just a, a different direction yes. Absolutely, you know absolutely. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes, definitely. Yes, indeed. All mm-hmm. over, already, already starting to share some of the tips and things that it takes being a boss lady in this world. It takes a lot, and we're going to talk about that even further. If you haven't, you're just new to the podcast, make sure if you are not already following 18 Wheels, we're on Instagram at 18 underscore Wheels 1. 
and Facebook. You can find us at The 18 Wheels Talk Show Podcast. As well, check out our online store at 18wheelsstore.com. You can download our free app on Google Play and the App Store. So make sure you get on there and check out our latest spring products. Well, as you can tell, the professor is out and lover boy Lamont is out again. It's ladies night. We're holding it down. Um, they're out handling some trucker business, actually onboarding a new driver. Excuse me. A new female truck driver, Miss Asia Hill. So definitely welcome Miss Hill to the Wiley Corporation family. And we still are looking for a couple of more drivers. So if you're interested, hit us up. But definitely excited to have another female driver on the team. I have the pleasure of doing sports tonight. Now, I don't have the list of sports scores and highlights. Okay, but I'm going to share a few highlights in the women's world of sports. So you want to talk about people that are really breaking barriers and shattering stereotypes is female athletes. Female athletes are awesome. Some of the recent things that are happening in this world of sports, as I say, is in gymnastics. Well, Oklahoma won the 2023 NCAA team title, which was their sixth one in nine years. But if you watch it, Florida Gators gymnast and definitely a goat, Miss Trinity Thomas, she showed her black girl magic. She closed out her career with a perfect 10 on the vault. And she had a lower leg injury when she was doing it. Now her score made her tie the NCAA all-time mark of 28 perfect tens. So when I say that girl is bad, that girl is bad. What I'm going to talk about is hockey. So Team USA won the 2023 Women's Hockey World Championship title on Sunday with a 6-3 defeat over Canada. And they overcame not one, not two, but three one-goal deficits. That's resilience. And that win made the 10th Women's Hockey World title in their first one since 2019. So the last thing I want to talk about is the WNBA. <laughs> the WNBA will kick off the 27th regular season on May the 19th. And it's going to run through September the 10th. And I like to talk about it because we don't get a lot of attention. We don't talk about women's sports. But the WNBA is made up of two conferences, if you didn't know, and they total 12 teams. Now, the Eastern Conference consists of Atlanta, Chicago, Connecticut, Indiana, New York, Washington. And the Western Conference is Dallas, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minnesota, Phoenix, and Seattle. So if you're traveling to one of those areas on your girls' trips, or even guys, if you're out there traveling or you got some time, 34 hours, you need to reset, go and check out a game, show them some support. The WNBA leads the pack in helping break barriers in women's sports overall. Back in 2020, they began an initiative that focused on increasing player compensation, improvements to the player experience, expanded career development opportunities and resources specifically tailored to female professional athletes. So I, I definitely love the 
Women's NBA. So that is all that I have for sports. And next, before we get into the 411, do any of you ladies or have you ladies played any sports in high school, college, community wise? You play any sports? Go ahead. Um, I played basketball um, all the way up until I was in college. And then um, I guess my interest sparked otherwise. But um, I didn't get a scholarship, but I played um traveling basketball and all of that up until I was in I went to college so um I was good I just wasn't dedicated like super super hard dedicated where I wanted to go to basketball and camp and all of that but I can still shoot a couple little hoops okay. and I did like um I did softball and I did volleyball so but I don't I don't play any sports now but you know I'll get out there and move with the kids and all of that stuff like but when I was younger yeah I used to do all of that stuff Okay, so you definitely had some experiences out there, maybe some um, negative experiences. I don't know if you had any when it came to sports, stereotypes or anything like that when you were in any of those sports. I mean, I mean, you always going to come into, um, I'm going to say anytime it's male or female, even though we competing in our own like, okay, you got your female basketball team, your male basketball team, but when I'm playing with them other guys, they don't want to get showed up on the court. Okay. So they're going to play extra hard and extra aggressive, especially, like, when I grew up, I grew up in the early 90s, like, we hadn't broken no barriers in women's basketball and all that stuff. So it was like, they automatically assumed that I was gay. You know what I'm saying? Because I was tall mm -hmm. and I liked to play basketball and I had to fight that. Like, no, I'm not gay. I just like to play basketball. Because mm -hmm. it wasn't as accepted I, I would say even though we were playing but it wasn't as accepted in in my community I can say I don't know about anybody else's community the way it was when we off the court you right. know what I'm saying and I also think I think too it, it depends on like when I got to a higher level of basketball I didn't face that discrimination because you coming with people that's used to competing right so I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's competition in everything we do. Yes. And that's no lie. Yes. You could be you could be in the street selling lemonade. If a dude doing it, he think he's going to do it better and make more money. That's just it. <laughs> that's just it. That's just it. Especially like if it's a field where, you know, we both working at, they think they can just do it better and they paying them more. That's just it. That's you know right. what I'm saying? So, um, but with the sports thing, not so much in softball and volleyball. But like in basketball, you definitely gonna see that. You're mm -hmm. gonna see that. I don't know how it is now because you know it's times are so different. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um back then it was it was it was a little hard. It was a little hard because it was and that's why I said my interest sparked different because I started being I started dating and being into men and trying to embrace my femininity. So it was like that was like mm -hmm. you know, associated with me trying to break away from that. So Gotcha. But that I, I do have one tattoo. That was my first tattoo. Was a basketball with my name on it. That was my first because that's my first love for real. I love me some basketball. Mm -hmm. Yes, the love of it. Okay, great. Push your lyric. Did you guys play any sports coming up? Um. Oh, go ahead, Larry. Uh, I I just I did um uh track. I used to run track. Um, the speed. I did the fast speed. 
And then I also did um, Speed Double Dutch. Um, And then I did uh, competitions. I used to do the competitions in in D.C. where you would chair against different recreation centers. Mm -hmm. Um, So I used to do that. That, That's about all the sports that that I (laughs) did. That I did. Oh, and double. So, lyric, you can um jump real fast dutch. and touch the ground and dance and stuff with the double dutch. Well, I don't know if I can do that now, but I used to. I, <laughs> but I used to. I, okay. Keyword, keyword, okay. Use, I, I hey, listen. I used to shoot jump day. shots. Mm-hmm, I understand. <laughs> My knees and back ain't the same. I, I, hey, I understand. They, they ain't set up the same. They not set up the same. Yes. We got the community outreach. Show up to the community. We doing double jump Dutch, playing basketball. Right. right. <laughs> like we ready. Yeah. Yes. Right. What you got? What you got? I am. I didn't play no sports really. I did cheerleading, but I did um like ballet and tap. See, she over there looking cute. Look, I just said ballet and right. tap. I just was tap dancing and ballet. Yeah, tell her. But, but shoot, Nate, for real though, you got to be strong to do ballet. You got to have strong legs. So, and strong that's legs, thing. strong feet. Toes, you better have some strong toes. But see, that's the thing. It's like, when you think, when you think of ballet and the physical fitness that it takes, it's like, even though they don't consider that's a sport, you probably was better. I know you was in better shape than me playing basketball doing ballet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, even though it's not a competitive sport, even it's competitive in its own right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think, you know, those are things you said, not chilling. Cheerleading is extreme too. Oh yeah. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? When you start getting to different levels of cheerleading, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's why they got God cheerleaders. Thanks, Nick, right. for making me feel better. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> we gotta encourage one another. So yes. <laughs> yes. That was so cute how she dropped it and said, Well, I didn't do sports, but I did ballet. That, that was good. so yes. cute. But it's still are, all yes. this is all in one baby. It's yeah, all in yes, one because it, like it. she said, to do ballet, I don't I probably couldn't probably even think about I have a bunion on my big toe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Well Neat, go ahead and tell us the four one one. What's going on? Hey y'all, welcome, 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 welcome to Diamond with Diamond in the Rough and I'ma um change my four one one to dropping the word on the street. Don't drop the word on the street. What is the word on the street? <laughs> right. <laughs> because you know what? I'm out here every day and the things that I like to bring to the to the to the podcast is sometimes it's like stuff that you can't talk about at your job. It may not be politically correct, especially our comments about it. And so I was just um I was asking God, like, I feel like, you know. That for one thing ain't for me. And so, you know, I just, I want to fill my niche. And he was like, you just dropping my, you bringing my word to the street. Cause that's my job anyway, to bring his word to the street. But that's another thing, but this is what it is. So right now we're going to talk about that young guy. His name is um, Ralph Carl, um, the 16 year old coming out of Kansas where he had made a mistake and knocked on the wrong door. And he was trying to pick up his brothers and sisters. He was shot by a 85-year-old white homeowner whose no, no name is to be Andrew Lester. At first, they said that they wasn't going to bring him up on charges, but it sparked such an outrage because the young man had only rang the doorbell. 
The man shot through the door, not once, but he shot twice. He shot him, and once he came outside, he shot him in the head and tried to kill him. But with the mighty God we serve, that young boy didn't die. So um, as I was doing a little bit more research right before we came on, they just brought charges against that um, 85-year-old man, and he will now face assault charges in the first degree and armed criminal action. And his bond is set at $20,000. You know, it's just like the young man was only 16. And so the only discrepancy in the address was I think he was supposed to be going to Avenue and he went to Street. You know, I have a 16-year-old son. Anybody could have made that mistake. You know what I'm saying? And so it's just like I wanted to bring that to the light. And I and I kind of want to follow it because it kind of hit home. I have a 16-year-old son as well. Like, he wasn't doing absolutely nothing. That's a common mistake that we all could have made. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And for him to, I'm, I don't know, is he going to come out unscathed because he got head injuries, serious head injuries, but it's just like, you know, what, what do we do besides arm ourselves to protect ourselves? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's climate that we in now. And so it's just, um, it's disheartening. I send my condolences out to his family that they have to even have to go through this. You know what I'm saying? We don't know if the young man is going to make it right now. He, they say that he's in stable condition, but you know, he's still not in a total clear, um, you know, and to say that they said is one thing I'm going to tell you what, what, what kind of got under my skin was that they saw, they set his bail at $20,000. Now I used to do do bail bonds work. That's two thousand dollars that that man gotta pay to get out. They wow. held Michael Vick for fighting dogs with no bond. When did this happen? This happened um, April thirteenth, mm. and so they just brought him up on charges today. Mm. So they were saying that you know they were trying to use like stand your ground laws, but they were like. Um, stand your ground would have to come into play if you felt scared for your life or somebody was breaking and entering to your home or something like that ringing the doorbell knocking on the wrong door doesn't constitute you know stand your ground so that's why they wind up bringing them up on charges so we'll see you know exactly where this goes the story is still developing but with so many stories that we've seen lately i just don't want this to be here this monday and gone next monday because this is something that we have to I know a lot of stuff been happening, but I'm just saying, like, the boy made an honest mistake. It was, he didn't get shot in a robbery. He didn't get shot vandalizing. He just was going to pick up his peoples and he, you know, could have lost his life potentially, but forever be changed for life. So, um, I don't know if, um, I don't know if y'all got any kids, but how do y'all feel about that? Well, I have children, definitely, um always nervous when mine go out. I have three young men, so it's always something um, that you just you just have to give them those talks. And I hate that I have a 10-year-old that I have to make sure that I just remind him to just don't make the wrong turn. Don't look a certain way if you don't have to. Don't be too loud. You have to say things at a young age to our kids, and it's, it's, it's tough. And then when they hear about things like this happening, like you said, what can you do if you if you have faith, you know, and you you pray, then that's that's a wonderful thing. Um, but what can we do besides that? 
Okay, so I just want to, um, I'm going to keep um, researching this story and I'm going to stay abreast on this. So next Monday, I'm going to bring us an update to see if we have any new developments. And, um, you know, just I just want to encourage everybody just to stay prayed up and to um, build that realm of protection around you. Because right now we are going through some trying times and I believe that it's going to get worse before it gets better. And they drop in, they about to drop this gun law in Florida where you don't have to um have a permit to carry Mm -hmm. um and they have certain stipulations but you know that means more people are going to be armed they dropped it in tennessee they dropped it in a couple of states one by one so Mm -hmm. you know we just have to be vigilant about our surroundings i know nay she she carries her weapon of protection you know what i'm saying but i wasn't always like a gun advocate but it's you know what i mean i don't want to Come with nothing and I'm in a gunfight, you know what I'm saying? Or something when it comes down, at least to protecting my family, protecting my life. You know That's what I'm scary. saying? So um I just encourage everybody to be vigilant. Thank you for listening to Diamond in the Rough, dropping that word on the street. Well, thank you so much. We definitely appreciate that always. Professor's always talking about gun laws. Um, you know, there's a lot of firearm classes out there for um, women. If you think that's something you may want to get into, I know a lot of female firearm instructors. If you're interested in it, that's for anybody on the podcast. They um, do classes for sure in Atlanta and the DMV area, in Florida, all over. I, I, I did 23 years in the military. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with a weapon because I got trained with one when I was 18. And it's not gonna be, it's gonna be very rare if I'm, if I'm walking around without one. But I think it's important for me personally that people have some type of training on it. I just wish that it could be some kind of mandated training even though people are gonna be able to do without permits. I think that's the only scary thing for me is that. But hey. Like you said, let's keep praying in our communities, keep our kids safe. And talking about community, um, Ms. Tanya Cornish is the founder of Bloom, which is a nonprofit organization. And they're gonna be hosting a beach cleanup this Saturday in Hollywood, Florida. And the Hollywood Beach is gonna be 7.30 to around 30. So if you're interested in doing it, maybe you have a youth that you want to get them out and get them engaged in the community, get some service hours going. Bring them out. They can um, attend. You can RSVP on Eventbrite if you want to attend or hit us up if you want some additional information. But let's just continue to do great things in the community. And that's one of our other boss ladies. Again, Mrs. Cornish. So now we are going to hear Miss May. Yep, I'm here. All right. Give us the word of the day. Hey, 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 y'all. So it's your girl name and the word for today is women don't need to find a voice they have a voice and they need to feel empowered to use it and people need to be encouraged to listen and that's your girl name dropping a word of the day okay. so we already have a voice right we're gonna use it so, Miss Lyric, where are you? Can you give us a beauty tip today? Hey, hey, beauties and gents. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm going to drop a little snippet of a little something. Um, 
a lot of people, a lot of the clients at the job where I'm at always ask about if they can get the procedures in. And I always tell them to make certain that they drink a lot of water. Hydrate, 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 hydrate. It helps the skin to be supple and plump, especially if you're trying to, um, you know, these type of aesthetics or beauty services. Um, drinking plenty of water, lemons and cucumbers will also help decrease your fine lines as well. It reduces your bags when you smile more. If you get more rest, it also helps you with that and your skin. And you'll see your, your, your skin glow. Um, also, ladies and gents, water, we, you can actually purchase that too, 18 wheel store for the water. It's purified water where that can be purchased by uh, 18 wheels. For everyone that's interested, that is my beauty tip for today. See me at Robert Andrews Salon and Spa for all your beauty services. Thank you. Drinking your water, go on the store, get some of that natural spring water, make sure your skin is glowing. So today we are talking about being a boss lady in the male-dominated industries. And we talked a little bit already, um, especially women in sports, but I have some boss ladies on here today that pretty much are going to share a little bit about their experience and, and what is a boss lady? In your eyes, ladies, what is a boss lady? We hear that term a lot, but it, what is your definition of a boss lady? Okay, so to me, and I, I don't know. Now, just listen to me. Okay. So, I, I think that it's, it's, you could be a boss in this level, in this level to this, to this boss thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, but in my definition, I think it's someone that is, like Lyric said, number one, she has a good balance. And that means, you know, she's keeping her guard first. She's able to balance her life and her family. And she's able to put herself first without being selfish, if you know what I mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not being selfish, but I'm putting myself first because... And I and I don't mean all times, but I mean to the point where if I'm not together, I can't help nobody else to get together. You see what I'm saying? So that's what I mean about stepping and putting myself first. You know what I'm saying? Now, I look up to, to women that's able. She, I look up to women. I think she's a boss. Rest in peace, my mother-in-law. But she never, she was never rich, but she was on top of her stuff. You know what I'm saying? And whatever her stuff was, she was on top of it. So she was help, She was able to help me to get organized in certain aspects of my life to help me become the woman that I'm in today. Because I'm not only handling my business, I'm handling my son business, my daughter business, the business at work, the dog business, my boyfriend business. I'm I'm taking care of all of that. And But like Lyric said, I'm still maintaining my relationship with God. You know what I'm saying? And still doing all the other things that's required of me. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that means separating yourself. Sometimes that means saying no. Sometimes that means being alone. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes that means making sacrifices for myself and for my family. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really think it's one solid definition. That's just my definition. You know what I'm saying? But somebody 
but it's still at the same time somebody could be doing all those things and still not be no boss because you got workers and you got some bosses that's just the way it is you know what i'm saying so um that's just my opinion so you say you don't think a person's socioeconomic status um makes it different they could be rich or poor they could still be a boss yeah because sometimes it's not it, it's not about okay i'm gonna put it point blank period she might not have been rich financially but she was ultra rich spiritually mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and for her to be able to get navigate this world with what she had and still be who she was she was a boss in my eyes yes she was a boss in my I love eyes. It. Couldn't nobody did it better with what she had. Love it. That's who I look up to and who I aspire to be. Now, when I'm having my little business dealings and, and I'm in this situation, I had, I take those things what she taught me with me mm-hmm. so I could do better business. Mm-hmm. But that's the business is just my avenue. The business wasn't her avenue, but she showed me so many things about business because she did so many things for so many people in the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You you don't have to be in a limelight to be a boss because she was never in a limelight. She always played it in the background. But she was the ones calling the play. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. That's a boss. Definitely. And, and um, a lot of people, I think, sometimes will think that it has to do with a title. You know, maybe that you don't have to be the, the president of this this club or country club leader and all that to, to technically be a boss. Like you said, so many people behind the scenes running a house, you know, that takes a boss. That's a boss lady. Definitely. Freight and lyric, what are your definitions? Or what, what would you say a boss lady is or what the boss lady look like to you ladies? Uh, um, I'll go ahead and uh, chime in there. Uh, so, I actually don't really have a definition of a boss lady, but what I will say is being a boss is being able to accept your challenges. Being a boss is being able to be an example, you know, um, of, excuse me, of what it takes to be able to endure whatever you've set your mind to whatever you're you know you put your mind to um in this industry right now which is male dominated um industry that we are in I have a men's line being a boss is being able to me being a woman and being able to assert myself as such to these men to be able to sell my product to these men with confidence knowing that me even as a woman can do what you do even in a men's world or in a man's world, I should say. Mm-hmm. Being a boss is not allowing the male-dominated society that we grew up in be able to run me away from this, the very thing that has placed on my heart for me to birth, which I came about that birth for men's line. I sell men's candles, booze candles. Everything that I do is liquored up, meaning bourbon, whiskey, wine, bear, um, you know, candles and soaps and whatnot. And so I have to be confident enough to be able to say, you know, listen, this is my product. This is what it is. In confidence in your world. That's a boss to me. I can do what you do, not in every way, but in, 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 in a respectful manner as a woman. Mm-hmm. Breaking into this male-dominated industry, I'm able to assert myself as such. 
a boss is someone also, you know, that has that mentality to not just be able to lead, but you can also take direction. So, so that's where we get so confused and confined with. So just because my thing was prosperity, 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 mm -hmm. but that's not all what a boss is. A boss is so much more than that. So I want to piggyback criticism. Go ahead. I just, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just, because when you said that, it just sparked this, um, I was like, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Because everything <laughs> you're saying is right and exact. So I took this aspiring leadership class many years ago. And so it was, a um, the one of the instructors, she was so wise. She said, take the high road. It's not, it's not crowded or dead. And one thing she said was your greatest servant is your greatest leader. Period. There you, you go. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I totally understand it on all fronts, especially when you look at what Jesus did for us. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? But when, but just like Lyric said, you have to be willing to be the example. Absolutely. And that's hard sometimes because you. That's hard. That's hard being a front runner. That's a hard thing. That's a Absolutely. hard thing to lead people in a in a direction. It's a hard thing the way that you want them to go. That's a hard task. That's not no easy task. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. You know, um, and you will learn. Um, that's how you become the best. When you have president, the president of the United States have a vice president. You understand? The president could not run the world and do the things that he do without his team. That's right. So that's a boss. You gotta have. You gotta be able to 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 also willing be willing to serve. You know, and 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 try your hardest to be humble, because without humbleness, you will fall. That is not a boss mentality when you can't accept or re or 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 you know uh, be able to receive perfection as far as criticism wise. Perfect in a good way, but you gotta be able to receive. Hard criticism, especially in this male-dominated world, which is this topic is about. You have right to. Now. You have us to. as women. You have to, and I think too, like um, what we have to develop, I think too, is is a, a little tougher skin. And I ain't saying you gotta accept the whole lot, but your skin gotta be a little tougher, and we gotta be a little more calculated in our responses. It can't be so emotionally driven. You gotta you gotta use your mind. Because it's chestnut checkers, you know what I'm saying? That's right. When when you playing the game with them, because you it's like you want to be assertive, but you don't want to come off as aggressive. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You you want to get your point across, but you don't want to come over as overbearing. So we got to play that fine line again. I think what Lyrica said is it's the balance. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in trucking, but I've been enough industries across where we already at a disadvantage because we women. We're at an extra disadvantage because we a minority. That's right. So we fighting for a tooth and nail for what we got going Absolutely. on. So we got to come at a different angle than, you know what I'm saying, what they what they used to or how they expect us. And that's how we begin to navigate those things and those barriers that they put, you know, in front of us. And I think what Lyrica said, too, is being able to navigate and being able to see the playing floor. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And be able to make your move accordingly. So, and, but you got to be able to to sacrifice, you know. And I think you have to like um, one of the things that I learned as a leader in the military. Of course, definitely a male dominated field. I would notice that I'd be like the double minority a lot in the meeting. Once you get up to a certain level, 
it's less of you that you're gonna see. And they may say, oh, you're that one they let in the room. I used to hear that a lot. And it could be because my brown skin or because because I was a woman, you know, either way, I was one of the ones that was quote unquote allowed in the room. But I learned a lot being in the room. And I use those skills to help me to, to become a better leader. But also one of the things I did was I made sure I built my team around me and that I made sure that I empowered them. I told them what was going to happen. I told them the information. You know, just just making sure we're, we're, we're giving back to the people that's underneath us so they don't have to go through the same things that we experience. To me, that's like what a boss does in my eyes. That's important to do. Absolutely. I so I'll go last. I'll go last, ladies. <laughs> so, um... I would say my definition of a boss is a woman who has been able to set clear expectations. I think being a boss is being able to be a great example. Like Merrick said, you know, you gotta be willing to be a student as well as you're willing to be a teacher. Another thing that I think makes a boss, you have to be, you gotta be honest. <laughs> and sometimes when you're in a male dominant field, you have to be very outspoken mm -hmm. and you you definitely have to be authoritative sometimes. Yeah, definitely. You got to have that confidence. I think, I think a lot of it is just, yeah. just having self-confidence. And so often we beat ourselves down or we don't think we're up to par when we have it in us and can be so much better than the male that they have in that position. But for some re reason, we either talk ourselves out of it or think that we aren't up to par when we really are. The confidence is, is something I think that's really important. I'm going to tell you one time, I was working with this guy, right? And so, um, how can I put it? He had his own merchandise. I had my own merchandise. But, you know, he, he didn't have the time or the opportunity to move his own merchandise. So, I agreed to move it for him. So, you want to come to this situation talking 50 50 or whatever. you're not in the position sir to call out numbers to me mm -hmm. you're gonna take what i give you and i'm not working with you no more mm -hmm. so then his baby mother's like no 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 uh-uh uh-uh let me tell you something this is this not your business this is my business and i'm running my merchandise the way i want to run it you understand what i'm saying and he looked at me he said you right and if i would have taken that deal then he would have been running me down in the ground you understand what i'm saying and it was because another female wouldn't have came to me like that with that crazy deal because it wasn't fair. But when you dealing with that man, he always going to try to undercut you. And that's just with anything we do. And that's why I was saying, like, we always got to be one step ahead of them when you thinking, when you talking about that and when you dealing with them, because they're going to always try to undercut or be like, oh, she don't know or blase, blase. And that's going to get your car fixed. That's dealing, competing with the guy with the same job, all of that stuff. I, I think yeah. also, too, I chime in just a tad bit. I think also, too, they don't see you as business. They Equal. see you mm -hmm. as sex. So sometimes, mm -hmm. depending upon how you look, if you look a certain way or appealing to the eyes of whoever you're dealing with when it comes to business, they don't see you um, in the business aspect of things. They see beyond or past the business, uh, surpass that, I should say, and just look at you as a visual sex uh you know sex symbol 
Yeah. And so that uh, oftentimes can, you know, of course, you know, mess up the whole situation when it comes to business dealings with versus a man and a woman. You go to a woman with a, with a, with a product or whatever the case may be, she's going to say, okay, what time, where, when, why, how, you know, you go to a man with the same thing, he's going to say, okay, well, wait, what are we talking about here? Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, by the way, you smell so nice. You look so good. You know, instead of saying thank you, you're yeah. trying to figure out how in the world can you go, you know, around around this situation so you can get back to the business. Mm-hmm. So that's another challenge that we have as women. If you look appealing to the individual that you're dealing with, it just depends because everyone is different. But for the most part, this is what we go through right now in 2023. Oh, definitely. My background is HR management. So working with companies and dealing with diversity and harassment, it is unreal. And how many organizations I work with. And of course, you guys have seen, of course, all the military harassments and all that crap that used to go on for years. But it's almost like you have to look at the culture of the organization. And some are just... It's like, dude, we can't talk like this. We can't just hire someone because they have big chests. But there are so many things that I used to hear from people on hiring boards, just like you say, maybe if they looked a certain way, they may say, oh, we don't want her on the team. She looked like one of us, meaning like like she looked like a guy, but they wanted someone who looked really pretty and didn't care if she knew the job or not. So I definitely, a lot of that. Um, that was a great point, Lyric, that was brought up. And like you said, trying to tell young ladies that's that's coming into like management positions or business opportunities or even truck driving, how do you how do you get in those situations when you find yourself in those situations? One thing I learned is that you have to stand your ground because once you if you if you start sleeping with a man that's in power over top of you or even I think in your organization and you and you looking for the respect you're not gonna get it like that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so especially in business dealings i don't care if that's your partner y'all going in 50 50 either it's going to be one or the other very seldom you'll see people that unless they started off married and they were already in a, you know then they went on to get business but if you're in business with a guy and then y'all start sleeping together the lines tend to get blurred. I just think you just need to stand on your business. If that's your business venture, then leave it as business. I I definitely agree with that. Um, uh, And it's not easy something, it's not an easy thing to to be able to do. I've been dealing with it now for a while. And so I'm at the point where I just come to you now with documents. Um, I come to you now with a briefcase. I come to you now in a circle of people or in a surrounding area where you know that it's only business and business, it, that's it. And so just going through, you know, everything, you know, you just learn through your trials and tribulations and your ups and downs and what you should do, should not do type of thing. So that's kind of where I'm at with it right now, how I conduct business. I make certain that everything is documented or sent by email, something, something of the sort. If it's dealing with something like that keeping it professional keeping it professional yep. and having because it in, in writing. that way yep having absolutely. it in writing having it absolutely and watch the chit chat i think i would say you know sometimes they like to you know messaging and texting and uh the dms and and guys are slipping <laughs> 
You know, guys are slick. Whoever's in that leadership position, they're slick. And, you know, you got to just be on your toes. I had a young to ask me, well, what about what I, what should I wear? If I have this meeting to go to, or I want to wear this, or we have a conference, but they like to go to the uh, beach sometimes when it's downtime. Should I go? There are all kinds of situations where, where women are thrown into, um, and like you said, one of you ladies said, you know, respect. Make sure that you just respect yourself first off and, and don't let anybody else disrespect you. If you feel uncomfortable in a situation, whether it's talking to someone in person or on the phone, maybe get somebody there and just know that, hey, this isn't for me. But Coach V, I, I think like this too, and and I'm just being honest. Like, you know, we, we, we outside of work, I'm a different person. When I go to my corporate job, I'm a mm -hmm. different person. They've been invited me to like six different things. I just went to dinner with them the other day. Mm -hmm. And it's just because I want to feel your vibe. Like I'm not about yes. to, I don't want to get caught up in all of that. Cause I've seen it before, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so it's just like, and, and, and I have one, um, one male in our office, we just got a new manager. So it's predominantly women, but mm -hmm. I'm still, um, leery of, of, of putting myself in that type of position for somebody to play with me outside of work, because I just experienced that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So one of my ex bosses, um, he had called me out my name at the job and he was totally wrong for the events that happened. And he was like, well, you know, I think you got to misconstrue because you've been to my house. I said, no, you got to misconstrue because mm -hmm. I've been to your house. Now you think you could talk to me any kind of way. Exactly. And I'm not going to tolerate that. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And so it's like, I don't even want to, I'm to the point where, yeah, I hang out with like two people from outside of my job, but other than that, mm-mm. Mm -mm. And, and you know what boundaries you need to set, you know, like, yeah. you, know, you got to know them. boundaries are so important. Well, ladies, you have any last comments? Um, we're getting close to end that you have for, again, maybe a young aspiring lady. Any tips that you can give her and, and as she begins to rise or someone that's currently in a position that wants to make sure that they can stay motivated, stay encouraged, any kind of word you want to leave with them tonight. I'll say this, I'll make it quick. What I will say, remove the energy that is around you if it's not gonna work for you. If you do not do so, then anything that you try to do right now will not work. Distraction and spirit are real. It is real. So if these are the things that you want to do, you know, to accomplish what you're trying to do right now in this male-dominated industry that we are currently in, you're going to want to self-reflect, remove any toxicness that is around you. That's the only way you're going to be able to focus and God will be able to enter into your life to help you with where you're trying to go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I think you. that was perfectly said. And I just want to say, you know, um, in 2023, I'm not to say what you can and cannot wear, you know, in any climate, but just be mindful that it's a time and place for everything. So you, I, I would, I would stick with the realm of, you know, you're not going to the club, you're going to conduct business. So let's dress accordingly to conduct business. You know what I'm saying? And not putting ourselves in positions like like to, to like like lyrics said to induce that type of energy that we don't want to receive and we all know what that is as a woman so you don't want 
your breasts all the way out and all that stuff. You want to be conservative and go for business so they can look and listen to what you're talking about and not looking at what's in front of them, you know? Definitely, definitely. That was great. Great. You have some last words? Um, my last words is to remain humble, always be teachable, and always never get to a point where you feel like you are above being taught or above being able to be corrected because no matter how good you are at anything, we're always able to learn and grow. So always be growable. Thank you. And my last words will be remember to take some time out to reset, to recharge, to relax when you are in those leadership positions. Do not burn out. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, thank you, ladies. Definitely enjoyed this yes, show. Yes, it was such a vibe. Yes. yes. We did great on this ladies' night edition. Definitely we'll see you guys or everyone. Have a wonderful week. And the professor and the innovator and everyone else will be back next Monday. Yay. So too. Yes, <laughs> we had a great day. We did a great job. I'm so proud of yes. us. Yes, ladies. Yes, my boss, <laughs> yes, ladies. Right. <laughs> Bye, bye. Bye, y'all. Love you all. Bye, guys.